Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello and welcome to the Renaissance English History Podcast, a part of the Agora Podcast Network. I'm your host, Heather Tesco, and I'm a storyteller who makes history accessible because I believe it's a pathway to understanding who we are, our place in the universe, and being so much more deeply in touch with our own humanity. It's Christmas Eve as I'm recording this. Christmas Eve, and I know it's such a weird time. It's for many of you, you're lonely, you're by yourselves. Maybe some of you have lost people this year, and I know that it's not like other Christmases. One of the things that has gotten me through times that were weird or sad or you know, just having me off kilter was coming back to music. And you know, music, the, the carols of Christmas are these familiar traditions that we come back to every year that ground us in whatever faith we have, whatever traditions we have, to come back to that and wrap ourselves up in the warm familiarity, especially for me, of music. Um, It makes things a little bit brighter, makes things a little brighter. So today we're going to listen to a couple of Christmas carols that our Tudor friends would have known and loved. So one thing about Christmas carols is a lot of people think that they're more Victorian. And they are quite Victorian, many of them, but that's because Christmas carols were banned during the Puritan period. Those gosh darn nasty Puritans, you know, closing theaters and banning singing and all of that kind of stuff. So our Tudor friends actually celebrated Christmas in a really big way, and they had lots of music and lots of singing, and then carols went away. For 200 years or so, um, thanks to the thanks to those pesky Puritans, and then during the Victorian period, they came back when people started looking back and kind of romanticizing Christmas past, um, and that's when we start to get the rebirth of a, a number of the more famous carols that we know. And a lot of these carols, people think that that they originated in the Victorian period, but that's just because they came back during the Victorian period. So they were carols that our friends in the 16th century would have known. I'm going to start with one of the oldest Christmas carols, which is the Boar's Head Carol. The Boar's Head Carol actually first appeared in a book of Christmas carols printed in London 
by Winken de Word in 1521. It actually describes a very ancient tradition of sacrificing a boar and then presenting its head at the Yule feast. This is a very pagan idea, still goes back to the pagan rituals in England before the Christians came. Also, it's Norse, uh, Danish, and the Anglo-Saxons saw it as a sacrifice that was intended to ask Freya to favor them in the new year. So the boar's head had an apple put in its mouth, and then it was carried into the banqueting hall on a gold dish and trumpets would sound and minstrels would play and in comes this boar's head, which I'm not sure that I would have enjoyed that so very much, but people got a kick out of it. In both Scandinavia and England, St. Stephen began to inherit some of the legacy of Freya and St. Stephen's Day is the 26th of December. So St. Stephen began to be a part of all of the Yuletide celebrations that had previously been Freya's. And so the boar's head then starts to take on a note um, of sacrifice, not sacrifice because that's more pagan, but, you know, an offering to St. Stephen as well. So this is a version that I found on SoundCloud by Lisa Girdel, a California-based vocal facilitator and founder of Rise Up Singing Classes and Workshop Experiences. So check her out if you're in California and want to sing. And enjoy the Boar's Head Carol. The Boar's Head in hand I, bedecked with sage and rosemary. And I pray you, my masters, be merry, potestis in convivio. Capura pride ferore, dens laudes domino. The boar's head, as I understand, is the rarest dish in all this land, which thus be decked with a gay garland, let us servire cantico. Capura pride ferore, dens laudes domino. Our steward hath provided this in honor of the King of Bliss, which on this day to be served is in Reginencia Trio. Capura pride ferore, dens laudes domino. Next up, wassailing. Here we come a wassailing. So the wassail carol dates from about the mid-19th century, the one that we know. Here we come, a wassailing. But the tradition of wassailing goes back to the 12th century in England. And what people would do is go from door to door, like carol singing, and they would go bring cheer and be friendly and have like a lovely time partying with their neighbors, almost like a pub crawl, but with your neighbors, right? And when you would show up at your neighbor's house, um, ready to sing and party and have fun, then they would give you back the communal wassail bowl, which would be mulled wine, spiced wine. And so this whole tradition of going around from house to house singing carols and generally having a good time and partying with your friends on a cold winter night and sharing the communal wassail bowl is what people sing about in Here We Come a Wassailing. 
So this particular song, like I said, the melody comes from the mid-19th century. So the melody is Victorian. But people would have been singing a version of this song during the Tudor period and even before, because it does go back to the 12th century. Here we come a-wassailing among the leaves so green. Oh, here we come a-wandering so fair to be seen. Love and joy come to you and to you your wassail too. And God bless you and send you a happy new year. And God send you a happy new year. God bless the master of this house, likewise the mistress too. And all the little children that round the table go. Love and joy come to you and to you your wassail too. And God bless you and send you a happy new year. And God send you a happy new year. Perhaps the carol that had the most history that I'm particularly interested in is the Coventry Carol. The Coventry Carol comes from the 16th century. It was originally performed in Coventry in England as part of one of the Coventry mystery plays. This particular one was the pageant of the Sherman and the Tailors. So it talks about the Christmas story from chapter two in the Gospel of Matthew, and it refers to the massacre of the innocents in which Herod ordered all the male infants under the age of two in Bethlehem to be killed. And it sort of is the form of a a very sad, very dark lullaby sung by the mothers of the doomed children. The oldest known text of the Coventry Carol was written down by Robert Crewe in 1534, and the oldest known setting of the melody is from 1591. The mystery play itself was one of these kind of traveling mystery plays that people would do to tell the story of the gospel, to tell the story of Jesus. And the Coventry mystery plays were very famous, um, performed by the city guilds. And we talked in the history of theater episodes that I did several years ago about these early traveling mystery plays and how they preceded the uh, Elizabethan theater. And they went away during the Reformation. Now, Robert Crewe, who wrote down the, the text in 1534, He was sort of the manager of the mystery plays, and he often would play the part of God in the Draper's pageant. And he also would mend and make costumes and props as well. Now, during the mid-16th century, of course, the religious changes meant that the mystery plays went away. But Crewe's book, where he wrote all of this stuff down, did survive. And then it was published in 1817 by a Coventry antiquarian. And this was really lucky because the original manuscript went on to the Birmingham Free Library and was destroyed in a fire in 1879. So the translation by the antiquarian are the only sources we have left. In the pageant itself, the carol is sung by three women of Bethlehem who enter on the stage with their children immediately after Joseph is warned by an angel to take his family and flee to Egypt. Now, interestingly, the mystery play series was usually performed in the summer. So this wasn't a Christmas carol per se, but it is a song that our Tudor friends would have known. And 
It became much more famous after being featured when the BBC's Empire broadcast at Christmas in 1940 broadcast it. It was right after the bombing of Coventry in World War II, and the broadcast concluded with singing the carol in the bombed-out ruins of the cathedral, which would have been very moving, I think. The Coventry Carol has a really long, really interesting history. It's, it's a very sort of dark song, like I said, talking about these children being killed by Herod. Um, but it's a very beautiful song, too, and it has a lot of history. So enjoy this version of the Coventry Carol. Finally, we have Lo How a Rose, which I think might be one of my favorite carols. Oh, there's so many good carols. I can't choose a favorite. Every year I try and think about a favorite, like In the Bleak Midwinter is beautiful and um, Once in Royal David City. And Lo How a Rose is always up there. 
But um, yeah, I can't pick a favorite. But Lohau rose in German, es ist ein Ros entsprungen, which is literally means it is a rose sprung up. It actually is a German hymn translated to English. And the text, of course, refers to the Virgin Mary, the spotless rose. The text or the hymn itself first appeared in print in 1599. So it would have been quite new, but then it is most commonly sung to a melody harmonized by the German composer Michael Pretorius in 1609. The hymn was originally written with two verses expressing the fulfillment of the prophecy of Isaiah foretelling the birth of Jesus. It emphasizes the genealogy of Jesus and the Christian messianic prophecies. And it talks about a rose sprouting from the stem of the tree of Jesse, and that links Jesus from Jesse of Bethlehem, who was the father of King David. And the verse specifically from the book of Isaiah is, And there shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. That's Isaiah 11.1. Now, the poetry has been featured in Christian hymns since this 8th century, when Cosmas the Melodist wrote a hymn about the Virgin Mary flowering from the root of Jesse. Then the text of the German hymn, Es ist ein Rosensprungen, dates from the 15th century, that's anonymous, and then it was in its earliest source in a manuscript from the Carthusian Monastery of St. Alban in Trier, and it's thought to have been in use at the time of Martin Luther, and then it appeared in print in the late 16th century in the Spire hymn book.
Okay, my friends, there we have it. Four carols that our Tudor friends would have known and enjoyed and sung along to, hopefully. So I will be back with a proper episode. I'm going to talk about um, the Tudor's relationship with one of my favorite places on earth. If you know me well, you know that one of my favorite places, perhaps my favorite place on earth, is not actually in England. I know it's sacrilegious to say that. I'm so very sorry. England, I love you. But you are beaten out by Iceland. So I'm going to do an episode next on the Tudor relationships with Iceland because they had some. Isn't that crazy? Again, I know it's such a weird year. And if you are lonely, if you are having a really miserable Christmas this year, I'm sorry. And you know what? It's okay. You don't have to pretend to be having a happy Christmas. This Christmas really sucks for a lot of people. Um, And I hope that, you know, we can fall back on these traditions that have kept us going through millennia. You know, these rituals welcoming the sunlight back because the sunlight is coming back now. The longest night has passed, hopefully metaphorically, as well as in reality. Um, If you haven't gone out and looked at the Christmas star yet, I recommend you do that if you're able to. Um, And it's the first time in 800 years, I think they said, this conjunction of Jupiter and Saturn is visible at Christmas time. And it's the the Christmas star. You know, when, when I was looking at it, I was thinking about all of the people in the world who were looking at the star at that time and all of the people, and I, I call it a star, it's two planets, but you know, the Christmas star. And all of the people throughout history who have looked and, and wondered at it and how we are all a part of something so much bigger than we can understand. Um, you know, they're all just part of something much bigger and your story is part of my story and my story is part of your story and we're all linked together in this thread of humanity um, in this beautiful quilt and um, you know I hope that if you have faith you can lean on your faith this year and if you don't have faith that's fine too hopefully you can find some traditions or maybe start some new traditions um, to be able to get through this very very strange Christmas So roll on 2021, right? Roll on 2021. And I'm thinking about you. I'm thinking about all of you. Thank you so much for listening to my show. Thank you so much for supporting me in all the many ways that you have. And I will be back again very soon. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com 